crosstalk, the unintentional transfer of signals between communication channels, a casual conversation. This is Video Game Crosstalk, episode 034, the monthly podcast of gamers talking tech, science, and whatever else comes to mind. I'm your host, Anthony Rossi, and this month we have a double dose, actually, of live Comic-Con action. This past weekend, I was able to go to the Saratoga Comic-Con up in Saratoga, New York, and talk to all sorts of awesome people. Let's get into it. And we are at day two, starting the day off at Saratoga Comic-Con 2019, making my first stop. I am with the Montreal X-Men. And who am I joined by? You're joined by the founding member, Montreal Wolverine. How goes it so far? Actually, it's going really well. Uh, we finished our first day, and we managed to raise uh, $500 uh, just by... Um, taking pictures with uh, the patrons here and having a great time, all for uh, Suicide Prevention, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, Capital Region, New York chapter. That is fantastic. So we got quite the setup. You come to a lot of the cons. I've seen you at several places, uh, Saratoga mainly. Why don't you explain the setup that we have going on here? So what do we have here? We have a setup uh, with our um, our banner at first that uh, that you can, uh, can see from afar. Uh, it says uh, that we are a charity cosplay group. We are the Montreal X-Men. And once you arrive at the booth, you are greeted by... Uh, um, a whole array of X-Men. Who do we have here today? So we have a bunch of mutants here. We have <laughs> Sabretooth right next to me right, uh, right now. Awesome. Not too far from him, uh, we have uh, Kurt Wagner, uh, a.k.a. Nightcrawler. Uh, we have the Black Queen. Uh, not too far away, so uh, she is definitely going to attract attention. <laughs> we have the White Queen, so Emma Frost uh, nearby. She's uh, partially transformed in um, uh, in diamond form. We have Yukio from the, the Wolverine Tokyo movie. We, uh, of course, have uh, Professor uh, Charles Xavier, our, our fearless leader. We have Viper from also the uh, Wolverine Tokyo movie. We have Rogue from the uh, uh, X-Men uh, Evolution animated series. And we have Mystique from uh, the X-Men uh, movie franchise. Right, so that's a whole lot of mutants all crammed into one little area. And basically the concept is people can come up, get a fantastic photo with the X-Men represented and just for a donation. And it goes towards... I guess various charity groups for suicide prevention. Another? No, actually, it's uh, for a specific one. It's uh, the one. Oh, my mistake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's uh, uh, we give back to the community where we are. So uh, the the way it works, uh, when we travel, we uh, we go to a to a city uh, uh, somewhere and we try to uh, raise funds for the uh, suicide prevention organization of that said city. Oh, nice! So Very we give nice. Back to the community. Okay, cool. A hundred percent of the proceeds go back to the community. All right, so outside of these photo ops, do you do anything else? 
well for the, the charities and other activities well what we do is uh, we go from con to con we also do uh, parades we do uh, uh, different events we uh, we do concerts as well really well we are um, like uh, guests, um, like uh, cosplayers too. All right, I gotcha. We know we don't necessarily uh, sing or play instruments. Well, that's unfortunate. Unless, unless, <laughs> unless, uh, unless uh, people ask us uh, to do something specific. But uh, yeah, uh, we've done. Uh, we have actually uh, went off our uh, our main uh, universes uh, uh, after um, after going to different uh, concerts. Uh, we uh, transformed into uh, other franchises. Uh, we've done, uh, obviously, uh, a superhero concert where we were uh, the merry bunch of mutants. But we <laughs> also did a uh, Star Trek concert where we transformed into uh, Star Trek characters. And recently we did a uh, James Bond concert where all the ladies here today have been uh, asked to, uh, to represent Bond girls. And I saw pictures of that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, and actually, yours truly was Bond. James Bond. All right, that was great. All right, so really quickly, where can people follow around the Montreal X-Men? Okay, so you can go on Facebook, on the uh, Montreal X-Men uh, Facebook page. So it's easy to, to find Montreal X-Men, X-Men de Montréal. And you can also uh, follow us on, uh, on uh, uh, Instagram, uh, hashtag uh, Montreal X-Men. And as well, uh, I have my personal artist page uh, on Facebook, Montreal's Wolverine. You have uh, Montreal's Professor Xavier. You have uh, Phi Cosplay. You also have uh, Kathleen Rose Cosplay. And I'm thinking that's pretty much it. Okay. I may have to contact you to get everyone's proper links, but we'll handle that later. Okay. Also, one final question. Sure. Coffee or tea? Tea, actually. How do you take it? Earl Grey, hot. Excellent. So we went back out into one of the main hallways, and now I am joined by the Hudson Valley Ghostbusters Club. And who am I joined by? Tara Sobel. I'm the uh, social media, I'm sorry, Juan is our social media coordinator. I do community outreach. Well, fantastic. So we got quite the setup going on over here. Care to explain a little bit of what we're looking at? Yeah, so we have our Hudson Valley Ghostbusters Slime Lab, uh, where kids and adults get to make their own slime or ectoplasm and uh, take it home. Kids of all ages, myself included. Exactly, yeah. We were surprised at the number of adults who like making slime. But <laughs> it's a good time. It's kind of therapeutic. Um, so it's $3 to make a slime, but uh, all of the proceeds go to charitable causes. So today we're supporting American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Fantastic. And we have, everyone's got the Ghostbusters jumpsuit going on. Yesterday, I was just making connections, talking to people. I wasn't actually recording yesterday, but you and your uh, companions amazing steampunk variation. We did, yeah. So uh, the girls kind of got tired of wearing the bland beige jumpsuit. Okay. So we went for a steampunk version. Uh, we had the steampunk patch and we actually did full steampunk proton packs and ghost traps. It was fantastic. I can't remember if I got a picture of it. I r really regret if I did not, but you know, rookie mistake. But we still have the steampunk proton pack. I will definitely be getting a picture of that. And yeah, I brought my son with me today, so he's busy making slime and charming everyone. It's ridiculous. He is. He is adorable. So what, what else? We, we have a big Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. We do. We've got our big Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. We have uh, Slimer, who always hangs out on our booth. 
He also hangs out on the car when we're driving. Awesome. Yeah, he, he eats our snacks, so we do have to keep the snacks hidden from Slimer. That seems like a full-time gig while traveling. It is. It is. He's a lot to manage. His favorite are Pringles, so we actually don't get many Pringles. That's tragic. You know, it's your favorite snack, but you have to purposefully not get it because... Because Slimer makes a lot of crumbs. Oh, he... He is very messy. Remember from the movies, he is not a clean. We haven't let him know that there's hot dogs here. Do not let him know that. No. Mm -mm. The the con needs to make money also. Right, exactly. Just just be messy. Uh, We do have t-shirts as well. And, of course, we have our Ecto-1 owner's manual because the Ecto-1 Toyota Tacoma is parked outside. I just noticed that. That is fantastic. Yeah. And right next to it, we have Tobin's Spirit Guide. So if you need some help identifying which spirit it is that's haunting your vicinity, we can help you with that. And one more thing. I love the logo that was designed for for Hudson Valley Ghostbusters. Can you explain to me the significance of what we're looking at? Yeah, so um, the H in our Hudson Valley, Hudson is the Bear Mountain Bridge, and then the V in Valley is the Tappan Zee Bridge, or now the Mario Cuomo Bridge. Now the Mario Cuomo. Yeah, exactly. Um, But our our founder, Matthew, is a designer, (laughs) and uh, he designed our logos. Cool. And, oh, another thing. Now, at the last count I was at, I did speak with another Ghostbusters club. However... The Hudson Valley Ghost, uh, Ghostbusters Club, I swear I can talk, <laughs> is special. You're one of three 501c3 organizations, yes? That's correct, yeah. So we went through the entire process with the federal government to be recognized as a federal 501c3 nonprofit. So that means your donations are tax deductible. Awesome. Okay, one final question coffee or tea? Tea. How do you take it? Black. Fabulous. Thank you so much. Oh, and where can we follow you guys around on the social medias and such? We're on Facebook and Instagram, and we're working on getting our own website. All right. Best of luck to that. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, moving down the hall, I am now at the X-Files Preservation Collection. And who am I joined by? Who wants to talk? Kelly and Jim. Pleasure to meet you guys. Good to meet you, too. So explain the table that I'm standing at. Actually, I'm going to swing around. No, I'll stay over here, trying to find the best spot to sit. Yeah. So t- tell me about what we have on display today. Well, they're all screen-use props and wardrobe from the show The X-Files. Everything here has been on screen. You'll see it when you're watching the show. Very cool. Yeah. We have, like, a lot of iconic pieces. Over here we have the burnt Chinga doll from the episode that Stephen King wrote. Um, that's the screen used in the end of the episode where they're pulling her out of the lobster cage, all burnt up because Scully microwaved her. Creepy. We have uh, so much stuff. We have like Mitch Pelleggi wore this suit as Skinner in an earlier season. I can't remember the exact episode. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> yep. We have. Uh, we have Sveta's baby from season ten. Okay. It was one of the newer seasons. Yep. And I see a big old award. What's this award thing that I'm looking at? That is from um, episode, uh, what's episode, babe? Oh, we have actual placement cards like in a museum. Very cool. Uh, So it is season seven, episode 14, Thief. Nice. The doctor doctor in that episode, he got that award. Cool. And... 
and I was talking to you earlier, and this is just a small fraction of what you've got. Right, we have thousands of items, thousands. Like I would, we couldn't, I mean, it won't, we can't display it all in our house. Yeah, we got thousands of items. You know, we're just trying to preserve everything, the history of the show, because it was such a groundbreaking landmark show. Oh, absolutely. I don't think anyone's going to debate that at all. I think it's a part of television history, and we just want to keep that alive and share the X-Files with as many people as we can. So do you just come to cons around the area for displays? Well, uh, this is our very first time doing a con. Well, welcome to the con scene. Thank you. I mean, we're familiar with the con. We've been to cons before, horror cons, you know. Um, we are in June going to go into X-Fest in Chicago. Awesome. That has got writers, directors, and celebrities and stuff. Um, we got a 1,500-foot square room, and we have to fill it. And we will fill it. And we will. Excellent. Awesome. So, okay, so where can people find you on the Internet? We have uh, Facebook under the, uh, the X-Files Preservation Collection, Twitter. And Twitter, the X-Files Preservation Collection. Yeah. All right. So one final question, coffee or tea? Coffee. How do you take it? With cream and sugar. All right. Coffee, cream, and sugar. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. We're having fun already, but right now I am standing in front of one heck of a display. And why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Wesker. Hi, how you doing? Who else am I joined by? Jill Valentine. And Chris Redfield. <laughs> Fantastic. So this is the Springfield Hive? Yep. Is that yep. Springfield uh, Hive? Okay, and we brought out all sorts of stuff that is, well, directly from the Resident Evil franchise, yes? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Don't be afraid of the microphone, guys. You can say more than that. <laughs> uh, so let's, let's take a walk around, or a, a virtual walk around, and explain what we have. First off, we have the, Do what vehicle is this? Challenger? Dodge Charger. Charger, excuse me. <laughs> I know my vehicles, <laughs> but I'm going to try to back up slowly. And everything's got the Umbrella Corps logo. All right, so we have the Dodge Challenger here. It's got the Umbrella logo on it. What? Chart? I'm going to try to edit all this. Dodge Charger. The car. <laughs> and what else do we have surrounding here? Uh, well, we have a uh, twin... Twin guns, you know, that fire it off, you know, when we want, you know, keep away as zombies. <laughs> and we have like the full medical pack, what, a pharmacy? Oh, I'm going to swing around the other side. Take a little walk. Take a little walk. And we got one of the movies playing in the background. Yep. All right. So pretty much we got all the old, the older weapons, you know, you got the shotgun, you know, you got the scorpion that pops out. Um, got the old school typewriter. Yes, the old school typewriter. Where this is the only. Hold on. Nice, because back in the day, that was the only way that you could save your game during this, yep. during that era. Right. And is the Saratoga Con like the main con that you guys come to? Yes. Okay. Con we go to. All right, we're gonna move away from the TV. We're going to wait for the announcements to stop. You can actually find them in 
Okay. And the main thing that we have going on here, I see pictures are free. So if someone wants to come up and grab a picture, what would they have in the photo? Well, they could either put on uh, one of the uh, lab coats that we have. We uh, Nice. They could use the crossbow and the uh, toy guns that we have. Um, photos are always free with us. We never charge. Um, okay. All right. And we got... You guys have grown since I've seen you last time. So how many people do you have working with you now? One, two, three. In, in full, it's about 11. Nice. Yeah. All right. So where can people uh, find you on the Internet? Uh, we, you can actually find us at uh, Springfield. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Springfield Hive. Find us on Instagram at Springfield Hive. Um, you All right. Yeah. Fair. Same thing. Springfield Hive at Yahoo.com. All right. And if we want to send an email. send Yeah, if you want to send an email, Springfield Hive at Yahoo.com. All right. And one last question for you, good sir. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Fabulous. How do you take it? Cream and sugar. Excellent. Thank you so much. Okay, moving into the vendor area. First stop, we're going to go to Insane Games. And who am I joined by? Uh, my name is David Mann. I'm also joined uh, part of the sales team at, at Insane Games. Fantastic. So you have a lot of stuff going on. Actually, a really long table for the vendors area. We actually, we are part sponsors of the Saratoga Comic Con. We have two two-table booths in Saratoga Comic Con. So we've got video games, lanyards, kitsch, uh, hats, and then at our other booth, we have more pops than the eyes can perceive. <laughs> yeah, I did. There are a lot of pops over there. And actually, I kind of like the way that they have this set up, where the majority of the pop vendors are in that side yes. area. Yeah, I think it does help to be able to get that idea of, all right, so you're not you're not missing one pop collection over another, and then you can go to the vendors. We're helping each other out by saying like, oh, we don't have them, but those people over there probably have to help people get their collections and what they're looking for. That's actually a really good point that I've heard several times because there are so many pops, so so many, and they're just they're just, you you can't you can't have an entire pop lineup at a single. I don't know, warehouse? <laughs> and there's more of them every single month that they make. <laughs> right, so, and like for me personally, I'm not a huge pop collector. I under, I have a few of my own. I recently picked up Ikora Ray from Destiny because I, I, I had to, I see the smile, I appreciate it. <laughs> so I got a few of those at home, a few at the office. But when I come to cons, I, sure, you get the collector's items, but I want to meet the artists. I want to meet the vendors with unique items. Oh, yes. And that's part of the, my favorite part of the conventions is being able to meet and see these people live in person and get to talk about what you like about their art. How do they get the inspiration for these things? You know, I'm a fan of Overwatch personally, and so I love to see Overwatch art, where, where they're drawing their inspiration from, what they're doing for, things like that. So it's always a great time at the conventions. <laughs> All right, so what do we have on this table? We have some lanyards, we have some wallets, some hats. What else do we have going on? So on the far side here, next to my friend Joe here. Hi, Joe. Hello. <laughs> we've got uh, games from uh, every system or era that gaming had. Unfortunately, a lot of them have sold out now at this point, but we're, we've got a stock of Genesis, NES, SNES, PlayStation, Dreamcast, um, and then a lot of games in box which is really cool. 
Yeah, I've no. Let me know your thoughts on this. So I am <clears throat> old, and <laughs> and a lot of games that I grew up playing that weren't. I mean, they weren't huge hits, but good lord, they got expensive. Like I, I don't see it here, but I've seen some other um, used game and retro shops. Something like Ogre Battle. Uh, did you ever play that? I, I did a little bit. And part of the reason that a lot of these these uh, cartridges and things did blow up so much is the same reason that like a lot of old comics became very rare. People in the era didn't think about that this had a long-term value. People thought, oh, well, the NES, is, they made the SNES, the NES isn't making anymore. I'm going to put it out in a garage sale. We're going to get rid of it. We're going to clear up space on the entertainment system for the new VHS player. Like, <laughs> right, all right. <laughs> So then, like, just like the comic books, people use them for wall stuffing, things like that, and now they're these collectible items because, you know, if Toys R Us had an exclusive on it, Lord, you know, right. rest. But uh, a lot of these things, now they're collectibles because people threw them out. They, they didn't value them. They broke them. You traded them to your neighbors for, for dog chow, you know? Right. <laughs> so you were on a panel yesterday. Yes. And that was all about video games. You had a chance to briefly speak about streaming, right? Yes, yes. I got to speak about my personal stream, uh, DAM314 on Twitch. Uh, I am also. I also have the pleasure of Insane Games has its own podcast um, called... Oh, really? Oh, yes. It's called Behind the Counter. We do it live on our Facebook through Insane Games NY. And we also are on Insane Video Games on... Um, or excuse me, Insane Video Gaming. Always mix up those two. I understand. On Twitch.tv. My personal stream operates every Wednesday and Sunday morning. Um, and then the behind the counter is every Wednesday we talk for about an hour about pop culture, video gaming. Uh, we had a, game of a big Game of Thrones episode on and we always have guests and things like that. But getting to talk about video gaming and streaming and things at this panel was awesome. And I enjoyed it so much. Getting to share the experiences I've had, as I know you have had, um, and getting to share with people, getting to answer questions, things like that was, was just an experience I will never forget. Fabulous. So speaking of Game of Thrones, though I'm recording this Sunday morning. Yes. <laughs> we are on the morning of a terrible, terrible battle coming in Game of Thrones. I'm looking so much forward to the Battle of Winterfell to see the last two episodes, they've been a lot of character development, and to be honest, it's been a pleasure for me to see all these characters who may have never shared the screen before interacting with each other, and now we find out what shakes out. <laughs> I know. It's like the first two two hours worth. It was just a homecoming, and then the nervousness, like the, the sweats and the anxiety. I've had this several times back when I was promoting local music. Like, I could not be standing still the 20 minutes, half hour before, like, a big show. This is what's happening. Happening. Again, the episode is going to be airing tonight in about oh, 12 hours or something like that. But I, obviously this podcast will not come out before that episode is released. Who do you think is going to survive? Ooh. And I was talking to a friend of mine at the office. I can see a reason for like every single person to live or die yes. equally. I really, to be honest, there's one character that I really want to live and it's Sam. Please let Sam live. <laughs> For goodness sakes, that man has been through so much and he's done so much work, but he gave away the sword in the last episode. And so oh no! I know! When he gave oh no! I was like, ah, the weapon man! <laughs> well, I love the fan theory that Sam is actually recording the histories of Westeros, but it was that one episode where, hold on a second. 
Okay. So it's the fan theory of Sam where he's recording the history of Westeros from that one scene when he was at the library and it's like, well, no one's going to want to hear the collected histories of the... It's like, well, I just need to add a little pizzazz and thus the song of fire and ice. Oh, man. I would love for that to be true. I did on our... Uh, on, on Behind the Counter, I did say that I, I have a feeling he may not make it to the end, that the recording may be someone picking it up after he passes, someone may find importance in it. Um, but I would love to see Sam making it to the end. <laughs> We're live at the con, people. We are live at the con. You never know what's going to be around a corner at a convention. you got to love these moments. <laughs> All right. So really quick, where can my listeners find you and everything else? Oh, so you can find my store, Insane Games, in the Wilton Mall or on Facebook at Insane Games NY. And you can find my personal work at twitch.tv slash DAM314. And it links to my Twitter account, my Instagram, my, uh, my Facebook, my YouTube. Uh, thank you so much for the time. It was awesome to get to chat with you. All right, thank you so much. And one final question, coffee or tea? It depends on the day. It depends on the day. When I'm working both jobs, I, I, it's definitely got to be coffee. But when I'm sitting at home, nothing I love more than an Earl Grey hot. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right, walking around more on the vendor side, we are now joined with Johnny C. Johnny, how you doing? Very good. How are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. So you've been keeping busy the entire con, right? Yes, the entire show. They have me doing a little bit of everything. I'm kind of like the uh, concierge of Saratoga Comic Con. So, like, you know, when you go to a hotel and there's that guy at the front desk, like, that's kind of me here, you know? And it works. It works. Uh, I think we've heard you a few times as I've been recording as you echo through the, the con. Yeah, yeah. My voice kind of reverberates through the halls of Saratoga Comic Con. So resonant. So so, so, but you have your own stuff out here. So let's talk about that real quick. Oh, sure thing. Yeah. So I mean, aside from being kind of the uh, host here at uh, Saratoga Comic Con, I'm a uh, independent comic creator. I have uh, several titles here available at the show. Um, one of my books is called Surrounded by Death. It's kind of best described as a cross between Mallrats and The Walking Dead. Uh, basic story arc is that they're they're living out the zombie apocalypse in the mall until one day they run out of a very specific resource everybody loves, which is a coffee blend. Oh no! I know, <laughs> if you run out of coffee, what are you going to do, right? So our leader takes it upon himself to go into a dangerous portion of the mall to the Espresso Presto Cafe, uh, rife with zombies <laughs> to get more. Very cool. And really quickly, what else do we have? Sartana? Oh, yeah. Sartana is a spaghetti western. It's based on a pre-existing character from an old series of movies. I essentially just decided to play in that sandbox and uh, create an origin story. You can watch the movies for free on YouTube and then read the comics. Oh, very cool. And they coalesce. All right. Uh, I know you're a busy man, so I'm going to keep this brief, but anything else you'd like to plug while I'm standing here? Yeah, I'm also part of a movie preview show, which is a uh, movie fan site on Facebook. Find us out there, and uh, first and foremost, just have a good time. Be a fan. All right, cool. So where can people find you on the interwebs? Uh, Facebook, uh, at uh, face, fb.com, your Johnny C, possessive is in your Johnny C, and at Johnny C138 on Instagram and Twitter. All right. One final question, coffee or tea? Oh, coffee. Hands down. All right. Well, how do you take it? Uh, light and sweet like my women. Good choice, good sir. All right. Thank you so much.
Okay, and now I am over at the Aw Lonely Girl booth. And who am I joined by? Uh, I'm the artist, Rebecca Bammert. Excellent. So tell me about the comic that we have on the table. So Lonely Girl is a comic about a goth girl, a mathlete, and a free spirit, and a one-eyed talking cat trying to survive middle school. That sounds really intense. Oh, thinking back to my own awkwardness growing up. Uh, so, so, so tell me a little bit more about it. Um, so the story starts with focusing on Lonely Girl and her cat, and she kind of uh, has a hard time making friends, so she slowly finds other kids who also didn't have very many friends, and they all kind of come together to get through things like dealing with bullies, dealing with hard classes, trying to talk to uh, people you have a crush on, all the things that are really hard in middle school. All the things. Oh, I hate myself when I think back to those awkward years. So I also see a few other things on here. Why don't you give a quick rundown of what else we have on your table? Oh, I have some anti-bullying tips um, because uh, the comic focuses a lot on bullying and I'm also a social worker, so I find this subject really important and it's uh, really prominent for kids still now. So you have a little bit of an insight on this, a little bit more than like your typical person? Yeah, I uh, work with kids. I also mentor kids in a high school musical theater program, so. Okay, so tell me a little bit about that if you're allowed to. Yeah. I mentor a small school around here um, where we just like help the kids learn how to sing and come out of their shell um, and just kind of help them get through the musical season and help them tutor with their homework and deal with all the other things they have to do. If you can survive, uh, you know, it's weird, actually. So I've been on stage a few times in various forms here or another, and some people just get freaked out when the spotlights come on. Sometimes, rather than freaked out, I go into like sensory overload and then I'm actually relaxed again. Have you ever experienced that? Oh yeah, we actually had uh, one kid, he uh, has a disability he's really self-conscious about. And uh, we kept, he was so talented, we kept saying, you have to be in the show, you have to be in the show. Keep, 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 keep going, keep going. Yeah. And so he finally did, and he was like a totally different person when he was on stage. And he just came out of his shell and lit up. Oh, that's up. fantastic. Yeah, it was amazing. All right. All right. So where can people follow you and the book? Um, well, they can follow me on Instagram. I'm lonelygirl1983. I am on Facebook, but it's under Becca Songbird, because that's my singing page. Okay. Yeah. And one last question, coffee or tea? Oh, that's hard. I love them both. <laughs> Any particular way? Um, well, I like herbal tea, and I like iced coffee. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, we're good now. Oh, I, I, I love bloopers. So I just had a momentary freak out because my microphone was not picking up any sound whatsoever. Turns out this microphone has a power switch on it that I inadvertently turned off. <laughs> because this is what happens when you're live. <laughs> okay, so first off, I am now with Jack Holder and I'm looking at your t-shirt right now. Can you please explain it to me? Air 60D, immortality not found. Womp womp. Yay, mortals. <laughs> All right, so back to what we have going on. Please uh, explain to the audio-only audience what we have on the table right now. Oh, we got a little bit of everything. So I'm the writer of Arcane Ink Industries, a magical musings in a mundane world. 
So we've got things like uh, dealing with the apocalypse and demon writers, fantasy books talking about what happens after the supposed end of the world. All right. Uh, we've got our very first comic, which is uh, where 60D comes from. All right. So let's get into this a little bit more. Uh, the following casework is a little bit of an urban fantasy. You've got a new god that's come out of Twitter. <laughs> All right. And it's granting miracles through a hashtag. Okay. And uh, this is a shirt worn by one of the main characters, T. Titus Time, theological investigator. All right. And he's one of those guys that really just enjoys the divine, so he loves wearing kitschy T-shirts that are just way too on the nose. <laughs> okay, cool. So which book was that from? Following casework, our very first oh, there comic, it is. hashtag meet a miracle. All right. And what else? I see two other books on here. So uh, let's get into those a little bit. So these are our first books. Dealing with the Apocalypse is a collection of short stories that uh, talk about what happens when the world ends and magic begins. So you got stories in there like the first manned mission to Mars is up there. They get a message from NASA going, hey, planet Earth is kind of gone, so don't come <laughs> back. Whoops. And then you got like a group of young girls, a couple hundred years later, the world is not really end. They start developing magical abilities. The great-great-grandparents held on to the old comic book collection. They're inspired to become superheroes. Nice. And we have one more Demon Riders. What's going on here? Demon Riders is a bit more of a fantasy western. What you've got here is Harsk, a grizzled old demon hunting vet. Uh, and then what's going on uh, there is he adopts this half-demon, Kate surprising everyone and she grows up in the hunting life just trying to figure out what it means to do good and stop evil looking like she does very cool okay and finally we have one last little promotional item here why faith now this was really interesting as i was talking to you yesterday let's get into that a little bit so i am the editor of a new comics anthology called why faith it's a conversation starter. 30 different teams uh, talking about why or why not uh, they have faith from a creative perspective. Uh, now, we always have to make clear that this is a conversation piece, not a conversion. We're not out trying to get anyone to join a certain religion or run away from it. Uh, yeah, it's just a conversation of what's going on, correct? Exactly. But we got a few New York Times bestselling authors, William Paul Very Young, cool. Jody Lynn Nye, they're doing their very first comics ever. Trina Robbins, the Eisner Award winner, uh, who was the first woman to draw Wonder Woman. Okay. And she's doing pieces. We've got, of course, we got Christians, Jews, Muslims, but we've got atheists, agnostics, Taoists, D&D, &D, Wicca, anything that you can think of under the sun. And that's going on on Indiegogo right now. Nice. So, uh, first we'll do, let's go to the Indiegogo. Where can they find that? Uh, just look up on Indiegogo.com, Why Faith, the Comics Anthology. All right. And how about the rest of your social medias? So, you can uh, find us uh, on Twitter at Jack Holder AI, as in Arcane Industries. You can find us on Facebook, uh, Arcane Industries. Uh, and Instagram, uh, Jack Holder AI as well. All right, thank you so much. And one final question, coffee or tea? Coffee, man, I got, I, you gotta give it up for the coffee. How, how do you take it? 
straight black. Excellent. All right, thank you so much. Thank you. All right, that was all the audio I was able to record this past weekend. Unfortunately, I was not able to grab audio from everyone I talked to. Just too busy, too much going on. Uh, however, my son did have quite the great time having his picture taken with some of you people. So quick shout out to those I wasn't able to grab an interview from. That includes Chris Martinez of Evil Geeks, Lorraine Toth, Sean Usik from Sean Usik Illustration, the Adirondack Zombie Hunters LLC, Spiral Silhouettes, and Crazy Cats Cosplay. Thank you all for hanging out with me, and looks like I've got quite the string of live shows going on, and I have another one scheduled not too long. I'll be headed over to Johnstown for the Toying Around Block Party, and I plan on doing some more live recordings over there. Don't worry, we'll get back to the regular type of podcast, but until then... Game on, my friends.